0: Fuck you. That's my name. Where the
1: hell did this come from? (laughs) I'll
0: tell you i'll tell you in a minute uh this is sharks across hollywood and we're gonna this is week four of power rangers month and we're really gonna we're really gonna give it to you this week the rev is laughing because i just showed him a video of this group of not irish by the way they're american people called the kelly family and there was a video of theirs circulating around a few years ago called Pee-Pee, and it's it's a little it's a little child singing in his best meatloaf chubby checker voice (laughs) That he won't pee pee in his bed tonight, and dancing like a little fucking maniac. This kid is intense, (laughs) and it's so goddamn fun to watch. So, since it's Power Rangers month, we're gonna, uh, you know, we're 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 doing something fun. Last week we did Los Luchadores. It wasn't. It was a show that was good for the wrong reasons. I think this week we're gonna (laughs) talk about a show called mystic knights of tier nanog which i'm guaranteeing 99 of the people won't fucking remember but the reason i showed you that video was because right off the top of this thing i want to talk about the fucking
1: theme song oh it was the theme song performed by the kelly
0: family yes but oh like my god several years after that so the second video that i sent you is them singing the the fucking song tell me what you think about that and we'll,
1: we'll alrighty. we'll
0: come back here in a second
1: Okay, going in three, two, one.
0: Mystic Nights have come to save our lives, Mystic Nights are here
1: now. Long ago in ancient times, there was a school of magic rhymes, they prophesied the Mystic Nights, the true young heroes, brave and bright, and
0: the dark forces Brought the people this pain Now the children have no fear Cause they know the Mystic Knights are here
1: okay there's no way this is just a cover after the fact these are absolutely the people who performed the original version
0: nope it's 100 them yep it sounds exactly the same it's actually yeah
1: oh my god the guy who sings the second verse looks like he's doing dave jason david frank cosplay i mean these guys are obviously talented musicians but this is like okay for me this is like Like when as an adult, I went back and watched an episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the theme song kicked on and all I could think of was a group of three or four adult men, men with mortgages and families, men who pay taxes, men who have been laid more than once, standing around a microphone, intensely going, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh yeah yeah and yeah like these guys are putting their all into this song that is so fucking stupid (laughs) if you think about it detached from the opening credits of a tv show
0: and you know what i fucking love it so goddamn much you have no idea i just yeah (laughs) It's one of my favorite fucking theme songs that we've had on this entire show so far.
1: I'm picturing the audience of this. These people have paid clearly probably not cheap ticket prices to go see the Kelly family perform live. Most likely in Europe, because I know the Kelly family was big in Europe. I remember my ex-wife introducing me to them when we were in high school.
0: Well, I was going to say, who she the was, fuck is paying to see these people in America?
1: No, it it's definitely Europe. It's 100% in Europe. But I remember them being huge in Europe in the 90s. Like, my ex-wife had a tape of the Kelly family.
0: Yeah, I just pulled it up. It's like they're big and really big in Germany, especially.
1: Yeah, she was like, what, you haven't heard of the Kelly family? I'm like, no, I've never <laughs> fucking heard of the Kelly family.
0: The other reason I heard of them was because of that pee-pee song. And I was laughing about it a couple of years ago,
1: but then I, yeah, like I said, they're clearly very talented musicians. It's not that they're not talented. Yeah, musicians. no, they're they're good. They're just, it's that only a non-English speaking audience could be getting excited about this song and me and you who is perpetually in fifth grade.
0: Yeah, uh, no, I really like Irish folk music in general. And and this song is just like a really ridiculous version of it.
1: Yes, I agree with you there. It, I, Like I said, strong musicianship, cornball lyrics.
0: Only so. because they were forced into it by their by their fucking weird catholic abusive father who just who made them all learn how to play instruments and for some reason they kept going along after he died
1: well you know uh once music takes hold of you it's tough to shake it gets inside of your soul man and that's not a bad thing so even if it is forced on you by an abusive <laughs> father i mean look at michael jackson yeah look at
0: michael jackson
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i mean he you know like as fucked up as his life was and everything he, he really loved his music
0: yeah i think they all turned out okay they eventually they like the band eventually kind of broke up and went their separate ways and did a bunch of solo stuff and then they got back together so apparently they don't hate each other that much and it's not that bad
1: yeah i'm sorry man like seeing that performed in front of a crowded stadium (laughs) is just kind of mind-blowing
0: oh yeah yeah it's i'm there for it man
1: to thunderous applause i at the end like the audience goes nuts
0: uh maybe mystic nights is a bigger deal but i think it's just the kelly family themselves is a bigger deal and the song kind of rocks so it's sort of
1: well you know at the same time that youtube playlist you sent me was all subtitled in German not yeah, English. Yeah,
0: I did notice that. Speaking of, by the way, so um, when I first started wanting to do this, all 50, 49, however fucking many episodes there are, were on YouTube. So I watched the first nine episodes because that's kind of sort of a complete story where they we learn about the legend, they get their armor and then we learn a couple other things that we'll talk about.
1: I, I gotta interrupt you, but I didn't make it through all nine. Like, is that gonna be a problem? Because you said get through the first six, and I, I, I did.
0: did. I did. I wanted you to at least get past the part where they all got their armor and shit
1: yeah okay yeah because the last one i watched was uh uh the thief guy getting his armor yes and
0: i kept i kept fucking going after that because i really liked it but then i jumped to episode 21 because there's you know it's a saban show and it's like power ranger so you got to have that extra guy show up naturally uh so i went to meet him and it's episode 21 and he does he doesn't get his powers yet we meet him he's kind of a douchebag but he's really he's awesome and he's a badass and he kicks all their asses and stuff so he's tommy yeah no that's exactly what it is he's not as As cool as Tommy he's not a nice guy like we don't like him immediately
1: because he's kind Did of- we like Tommy immediately I thought Tommy was kind of a douchebag in those first couple episodes well he was a
0: nice guy but he got turned evil by Rita
1: oh uh, maybe I'm misremembering then maybe I'm just remembering what I thought when I saw my little brothers watching it back in high school or whatever it was.
0: he shows up and him and Jason I think he beats Jason in their little their little tournament thing and then Kimberly's like "Ooh, I want to fuck that guy and he's all nice I, and stuff and then he gets kidnapped I, by Rita and fucking
1: yeah i can't hold it against kimberly after that second episode of karate club i was uh i was feeling little tingles in my belly as well
0: but then he ended up depending on which season you watch he ended up marrying kimberly or cat it just kind of depends <laughs> wait what well yeah because before kimberly left I, th- I believe there was i think there was a future flash like a flash forward at some point where him and kimberly were married i might be making that up but in power rangers zeo there was absolutely 100 a flash forward where him and cat were old
1: and married okay so tommy's just crushing left and right
0: oh yeah because kimberly kimberly left the show amy joe johnson left and then cat showed up who was an actual cat by the way so
1: wait the character was an anthropomorphized cat no she
0: was a cat just a cat
1: like yeah but she's a cat who like no, was no. transformed into a human yeah
0: but she didn't look like a cat when she got turned into human she was just like a regular cat she was so she's a cat right but so like once someone she gets... turned
1: an actual cat into a person yes. and then tommy married it
0: <laughs> and once but then once that happens it's never fucking mentioned again so she's just a person now
1: okay that's still <laughs> kind of bestiality there Tommy it's like
0: so, it's weird like it's weird when you I know think she's about pretty it. I, it's weird when you I, think about I, it so don't think about it
1: all right yeah you know what you're
0: right <laughs> I just I need to just let that one go so after I watched that 21st episode I'm like oh that was that, that was cool I kind of want to see you know I kind of want to see where that goes with him but I want to jump to the last episode because like I texted you and I said I said holy shit this show like has an ending like it actually has an arc and things happen and people make decisions and it ends like it actually has a conclusion I think so I go to do that and Half the episodes are gone. Oh shit! Yeah, twenty-one was the last episode. It wasn't like that yesterday. I, I was ready to watch the last episode, and it's just gone. Oh, man, man.
1: they must have got copyright strikes or something.
0: Yeah, that was weird. And I found another channel with thirty-nine episodes,
1: and I'm like, fuck, that does not help me at all. If they were doing a copyright strike, maybe they're doing it because they're planning a release. Honestly, just from the six episodes I watched, I feel like this show is strong enough to warrant a, a DVD remaster.
0: Okay, thank you, and we'll 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 get into that. But remember what I said yesterday or last week about low. Los Luchadores and how it's technically owned by Disney because of the Fox Kids merger and stuff in the early Uh 2000s. This was also this was on two years prior to Los Luchadores on Fox Kids. So maybe I think Disney might own the rights to this, too.
1: So Disney's just out. Yeah. Well, yeah, then most likely what they're going to do is they're going to release it on Disney Plus, you know,
0: after a while. And I'd be okay with that.
1: No, I have to. I have to agree. This this is a pretty solid kids show. I mean, the special effects are hot garbage, but (laughs) yeah, Uh, but but that's really the only thing I can say about about it. I mean, yeah, you can pick apart the writing just because it's a it's a kid's show. So they obviously have to dumb down the plots a little bit. But aside from that, its internal logic is fairly consistent. It's not the smartest show on the block, but it's not a bad show. It's decently entertaining. And honestly, if they'd gone the Roger Corman special effect, and I said this to you, I think in text or something like that, but if they'd gone the Roger Corman route with the special effects doing cheesy practical effects as opposed to CGI effects, I don't even think the effects would have been. That bad?
0: No, like I know they did not. They wouldn't have had time to do that because this is the very first show I think that Saban actually produced that has no. I think the Ninja Turtle show might have beaten it to it, but it's the first show that doesn't have any Japanese footage. The first Saban show, no Japanese footage. It's all 100% original footage.
1: Yeah, so I have to imagine they got a deal on crafting those CGI animatronics. Oh you yeah, know? and there's
0: no way they would have taken the extra time to design all the suits for monsters and do all that stuff like they would like they did with power rangers because power rangers was a huge deal and they just never they never got around to getting something anywhere near that big
1: yeah and being in the early stages of cgi early cgi just looks terrible and on
0: tv i mean they crafted
1: a decent store they so the budgets were super slim so i understand you know they they must have gone well is it cheaper to make all these practical effects because we're gonna have to have a different monster in each show or is it cheaper to (laughs) you know basically build a model with a little bit of ai and then and slap all these different skins on it because they basically use the same model for like three monsters just in that six episode arc you know they obviously came out on the side of cgi is cheaper so but the stories are pretty good and the acting's pretty good for a kid's show it's engaging the world is interesting like yeah this this seems like a pretty strong show for a for a saban show like way stronger than any of the other stuff has i've seen cool. including power rangers i oh, i have yeah. to say i don't think power rangers is as good as this show except in is it tokusatsu is is it yeah. technically Tokusatsu yep. the stuff that they were using?
0: Super Sentai. Tokusatsu is the broad term for all that kind of shit.
1: Yeah. So all the Sentai stuff that they were using, that's obviously stronger. But aside from that, I don't think the I don't think the meat and potatoes of the show was any stronger than this. I think this is a much stronger show.
0: Oh no, this is and the acting is really good. And considering also that they how fast they shot this stuff too, like there couldn't have been more than like two or three takes for everything they did in this entire show. Yeah,
1: that doesn't surprise me you know what did surprise me as soon as the lead guy got his armor i realized my brothers had one of these toys and it had gotten mixed in with a bunch of stuff i had and so my kids actually grew up playing with one of one of these mystic knights toys and it was the it was the fire knight
0: oh that's awesome i had i had a toy of him i believe that was the only one and you know you could take off his armor and shit and it was pretty cool yeah that's kind of fun (laughs) i i love that random shit that's fun
1: yeah that cracked me up
0: this is the stuff i don't know i was talking to rachel about (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, hey, uh, why the hell am I the only one in my age group? Like, you'd think that people who are also in their early 30s would remember some of this stuff. Any of this stuff? Nobody, not a single fucking person, will ever remember. I'm like, dude, do you remember the Knights of Tier? No, they're like, the fuck's that? Do you remember that Power Rangers had like a bunch of seasons? They're like, wait, Power Rangers is still on? I thought it ended after that first season. Have you ever <laughs> seen like Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, Stone Protectors? Did you watch Skeleton Warriors? They're like. what 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 are all those shows i'm like guys we were the same we're the same age there's no way you didn't wake up on saturday morning and watch these shows
1: i don't know maybe you were just an unfuckable loser from the get-go when i was fucking six years old I'm just, I'm just kidding, obviously. <laughs> but no, like seriously, like you've been a nerd your whole life, right? Ray- <laughs> most of the kids around you, I, they haven't.
0: I guess not. Rachel suggested that it's the only thing that made me happy because my life got us sucked, so I just latched onto that, and that's why I remember <laughs> it all. <laughs>
1: Hey, you know, I'm right there with you, dude. Like, I still remember Muppet Babies. I still remember Garfield and Friends. I still remember Dennis the Menace. I still remember Toxic Crusaders and Cadillacs and Dinosaurs and Racing the Wheeled Warriors and or Jace, excuse me. Jace. That's right. I keep I keep confusing that one.
0: I even know I even know a lot of those cartoons that were before my time. God, see, that that's that's how much TV I watched. I watched shows that were that came out years before I was born.
1: You were watching that old syndication stuff. You were like "I, I don't care. It's animated. I'm in. i
0: don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. And Cartoon Network. I know all those old Hanna-Barbera cartoons because when Cartoon Network <laughs> started, that's all they had. And I'm glad oh, they did. And then then SWAT cats came out and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah,
1: SWAT cats. I must have missed that one.
0: Yeah, dude. SWAT cats. How how do you not know fucking SWAT cats? I think we have this conversation all the time.
1: Wait, was that the was that the Saban cartoon that he put into that one episode of? uh, (laughs) No,
0: that's Samurai Pizza Cats.
1: Samurai Pizza Cats. I knew it was something with cats. It was in Masked Rider. (laughs) Oh, That's right. That's right. I remember that. Oh, you know what? I do remember these pictures. I didn't remember the name, but I do remember the pictures, the imagery of these two characters.
0: And it actually holds up pretty well still. Surprisingly. Oh, that was a
1: Hanna-Barbera original, huh? Yeah. They got a lot of play on Old School Cartoon Network. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched an episode, but I remember the imagery. It must have been, that must have been early 2000s, right? 92. What? Wait, what? <laughs> no, I don't think it was that. It was... I was going to say, I don't even think Cartoon Network was around no, in the United wasn't. States in 92. I
0: i definitely uh imagined that okay it came out in 1993 the show originally premiered and ran on syndication block the fantastic world of Hanna barbera as well as tbs superstation as part of the saturday morning 1993
1: oh, tbs good old tbs
0: yeah syndication's confusing because it's hard to like actually figure out when shit came out but either way i have the whole dvd set and it's pretty fucking awesome
1: in any case i do have to say i'm a little pissed off with you over this one uh, mystic knights specifically oh I what mean. now i'll tell you what now <laughs> i already Already have too much shit on my plate <laughs> I don't need new shows that I now want to watch the rest no of. No kidding right? I'm like fuck I'm watching this and thinking like oh I'll make it through
0: the first few episodes and I'll be like yeah that's fine but then I'm watching it and I'm like fuck this is really good isn't it? I especially want to watch
1: this especially a fucking kids show I don't need a fucking kids show to suddenly become interested in I've got enough of that already I, I still haven't finished Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from <laughs> Beverly Hills and I want to do that now I've got fucking Mystic Knights of Kyrnana and as well as Los Luchadores, if I'm being honest, I pretty much enjoyed that one. That too. show
0: was so fucking dumb. You just have to watch the rest of it. That's, yeah, it's yeah. like
1: it's it's so ridiculous. I'm, I'm not trying to make an argument that it's good, just that oh, it's no. fun.
0: It's fun. It's so stupid. And then you watch this show for completely different reasons. It's also kind of stupid, but the acting's really good. It's actually pretty well written. The jokes are kind of funny. The chemistry between the four main actors is really good.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that is the other thing that I for- was going to mention and I forgot. They all seem so right together i don't know it's just yeah chemistry that's the only thing i can attribute it to because they they just seem like a good group
0: i think this is the first time since that very first season of power rangers that i liked a group of people together this much in these shows
1: you know what i was about to say the exact same thing that first that first run of power rangers that first power rangers team was a great cohesive unit even you know like i didn't love the show at the time but since you've made me go back and rewatch it i do like that team together better than any of the other teams i've seen and yeah this is is like, this is the best I've seen since that.
0: And uh, three of the four actors, I believe, are still working. So the guy who played Rohan, who is the leader and the fire knight, uh, his name is Lachlan O'Mearin. I think that's how you pronounce that. They're very Irish, by the way. This was shot on location in Ireland also. And everything's original, so they had to build all those sets, all those costumes, all that shit. So this was super ambitious on the part of Saban.
1: This is a pretty big deal for him. <laughs> yeah. Especially, I mean, considering his history, you know. And it fucking tanked hard. That's what happens, and I don't know why. That's a damn shame. I'll tell you why. That's CGI. That's the reason. But did, we didn't know any better at the time. Like all, we had Jurassic Park, but we also had a reboot. No, I'm sorry. That that. CGI was a death knell like to to a lot of different things that could have been good. You throw that shitty CGI in and oh man like I don't know, I personally couldn't get past it in those younger days when I was in high school, even into my 20s I, I couldn't get past that stuff.
0: Alright, I was 11 when this show came out, 10, 11, so
1: Okay, I, I don't know about kids, I mean my brothers loved Beast Wars and stuff so I don't know, I never actually watched an episode of Beast Wars, I've heard good things, never watched it, but... uh Well guess what, you're lucky because guess what's on Tubi? I'm Beast not Wars, beast, wars. beast wars and the sequel series beast machines i'm not watching beast wars i'm sorry if i'm gonna watch anything transformers i'll go back and re-watch the original series and maybe the movie
0: i re- I recommend an episode it's ac- it's really good it actually because it, it actually you know it has like actual storytelling elements not like
1: the original show which was literally designed just to sell toys i've heard that the movie actually holds up if you go if you go back and watch it it doesn't I, it might appear i've seen it a couple times i remember loving it as a child but i remember literally nothing about it about it. Other than that, at the time, I thought it was pretty impressive. Uh, Do you remember what happens to Optimus? I remember nothing.
0: Oh my god. Okay, well.
1: Literally nothing other than the feeling it gave me, which was kind of like being blown away. What
0: were we talking about? Lachlan O'Meara or something. He was actually, I didn't scroll down this far when I was looking before, but he was in a show that Rachel and I watched called Can't Cope, Won't Cope, about you know a girl who's trying to figure her shit out. He shows up in four fucking episodes. Now I'm gonna have to go back and look at it because that is kind of interesting. And he shows up in that show Outlander, which we
1: watched. Why am I not surprised by that? Oh, he's, he's like very active. they got active. every Irish actor for that.
0: Yeah, he's he's very Irish, very active over there in Ireland. Mostly he doesn't do, I
1: don't think, anything over here. Well, good for him for keeping it local.
0: Uh, he's in a movie with Tom Berenger. It's called
1: Supervised from twenty. That's the most boring title I've ever heard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Tom Berenger's not that much more interesting, is he? Oh,
1: I disagree. I think Tom Beringer's had some really interesting <laughs> I movies. I don't know
0: much about Tom Berenger all i know is that he was in sniper and i watched like five minutes of it once when i was a kid
1: yeah he was in uh i think he was in the original the substitute he was in inception Tom berenger was in inception yeah he played like the vice president of the company that they were trying to heist basically
0: oh, fuck i haven't seen that movie in so long I, anybody could be in it and i wouldn't remember
1: i like him he's i i mean i've like oh he was in major league that was the that was the big thing he was in that i grew up with
0: <laughs> i saw those movies once they play baseball or some shit in them
1: i i'm I'm not trying to pretend that they're good movies, but.
0: Wesley Snipes is there. half the time well
1: that's excuse me a third of the time they made a third one i forgot oh god did they They made three of those why i don't know honestly when wesley snipes didn't come back i was kind of like all right i'm out i remember seeing the
0: first two but i don't remember them at all
1: i remember seeing the first two as well and i yeah like the second one made zero had zero effect on me
0: clearly it had a lot of effect on me too i'm like i'll just watch slap shot again that's
1: i need to watch some paul newman you know my son's been asking me to watch butch cassidy and the sundance kid and i fucking need to do it every time i watch a paul newman movie I love it but I watch them so seldom. I've never seen Slapshot for example, although I do have it on laser
0: You could watch Slapshot 2 with uh the Jesus Freak Baldwin is that Steven? I
1: think it's Steven.
0: Yeah, I know he's in and then you could watch Slapshot 3 with people that I don't remember. But
1: they made a third one. But the Hansen Slapshot brothers are there. 2 was like 20 years later, wasn't it? But the wow. Hansen
0: brothers are in all of them. Not like the umba Hansen brothers cuz you know. Okay.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I was like, "What?" <laughs>
0: No, the, the three guys that they hire to be the goons on the team.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> like I said, haven't seen it. It's on my list.
0: Yeah, it's 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 one to watch again. There's not enough hockey movies, I don't think. Like, And the, the hockey scenes in Mighty Ducks are so fun to watch, especially when you get into the later movies. The second two have really, really good hockey scenes, and then you watch Miracle, and you're like, oh, fuck. I saw this in the Mighty Ducks, but this is better because it's got a better director and, you know, more money and it's more serious. And Kurt Russell. Can't go I wrong with Kurt, Kurt Russell. I
1: love Kurt Russell. That was one of my buys. Uh, Severin remastered overboard on on blu-ray and i love that movie i love kurt russell and goldie hawn together don't know if i ever want to watch
0: that movie because i don't think i'd enjoy it because i'd watch it and be like this is the creepiest fucking thing i've ever seen he is
1: Yeah, it was the 80s. You kind of have to have grown up with it. I don't know. Like, I think it's it's very much a product of his time. I'm not going to pretend like there's not problematic implications. But for what it is, if you can watch it in isolation, it's a great movie. But yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from. And if someone has that perspective, I'm not going to argue because you're right. You're absolutely right. I completely understand. I, I certainly am not going to argue the contrary. But at the same time, I have no
0: empathy for fiction. That's fair. I, w- I wish it was I wish it was that easy for me.
1: No, you know what? You're a better person than me that's the that's the fact of the matter you just are you're a better person than me i've given up a lot of stuff because of shitty people you're sticking by your guns and and i appreciate that i I appreciate i mean in, in fairness i'm sticking by my guns too it's just when it comes to fiction i don't hold convictions
0: i haven't listened to teenage bottle rocket in like a month
1: I know that was rough for you and because you were telling you were telling tellin me how how much they meant to you. And then like, well, wh- I can't remember what happened, but whatever happened happened. And then you were just like, God fucking damn
0: it. He air quotes allegedly raped somebody. None of the other guys are acknowledging it in any fucking way. So I'm like, fuck you guys. Somebody tell me something. Somebody make this better for me because that's, you know, I'm a super selfish prick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know that I'm not the only one. <laughs>
0: I Don't want to be, and I know that's wrong to be, but I'm mad. I'm mad at Kevin Spacey. I'm mad at the guy from Brand New for being a creep. I'm mad at Harvey Weinstein because he introduced the world to so many fucking great movies. But God, what a garbage person! Which I knew, I didn't know he was that garbagey. Brett Ratner, I knew he was a douche, but I didn't know he was that creepy.
1: I'm not feeling any loss on Brett Ratner. I'm I can completely lose him and everything he was ever well, involved in. I love
0: Rush Hour, so that's kind of
1: I liked Rush Hour. I mean, I loved it at the time, but it, it didn't age well for me, so yeah, like I can live it i prefer pre-rush hour jackie chan anyway although i'm sure jackie chan is a huge piece of shit as well
0: um he has he definitely has his things he's never raped anybody but he might have abused his children
1: well yeah i mean in in fairness literally everyone does in one form or another he th- it's just a matter of intent oh really. and he,
0: he disowned his gay daughter
1: fuck seriously <laughs> yeah oh, that is that's fucked up man that is
0: fucked up. And it's a bummer because that's one of those guys you're like, "Oh, he's so nice and he's so family friendly and he's such a cool dude." And then you figure that out and you're like, Ooh,
1: "Motherfucker." I think this whole thing is actually like as 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 fucked up as it is. It's good because it's going to teach us to basically raise up the next generation and say to them, "Look, it's fine to like something somebody does, it's fine to like their work, it's fine to be a fan of the things you see them doing, but don't ever get so wrapped up in anyone that you're like worshiping them and they can do no wrong." in your eyes because everybody's fucked up.
0: Yeah, Rachel told me she's like, oh, you can listen to Teenage Bottle Rocket still. Like, it's fine if you really want to. Just don't give them any more of your money. And I'm like, but I can't. I will forever hear all that terrible shit and all their music now.
1: I, no, I, to- I totally know you're, where you're coming from. Just, I don't feel it with most things, but like, w- with me, that was Cosby, you know? Obviously I'm not going to be giving him any more of my money, but I thought like, okay, well, I can still I can, like, I already have all of his stuff. I'm not going to give him any more of my money, but I can still enjoy the stuff that I have and i tried to listen to some of it and i just can't man it fucking ruined it for me yep like i i just i just feel like just total betrayal in every single word he says it's so like i just i can't do it i can't listen to a single thing he's ever done anymore
0: that was america's dad and he raped everybody
1: yeah yeah it's like finding it's it's like finding out your dad was molesting your sister your whole life
0: so don't have heroes everybody like literally don't have heroes there's a couple people that i'm like oh fuck when's the shoe gonna drop with these guys kevin smith is gonna come out and it's gonna be it's gonna be real weird somebody's gonna say something super fucked up about him when he's probably one of the nicest people i know of
1: well that's the awful thing it's like someone can be like super nice in every other aspect of their lives and then they got that one fucking dark secret that they're not telling anybody and then the shit comes out and and it so dark that it just fucks everything up
0: i'm hoping that because his wife and his daughter are such feminists that i won't have to worry about that kind of shit
1: me too cuz I fucking love Kevin Smith too. So I'm right I I 100% agree with you. And
0: there's this author named Brad Meltzer. He did that show Decoded on uh, on the History Channel and I'm just like, "Oh god, he's such a he's such a good dude. He's so nice. He's charitable. He's fucking he's just a good guy all around. Good dad, good husband, all that shit." I'm like, "What did he do? What did he fucking do?" <laughs> gotta be something so let's talk about vincent walsh now he played what is his fucking character's name uh he played the thief guy angus he's the mystic knight of earth because he's the only one of the four that has like his character name and what knight he was
1: i should have remembered his name because i immediately when i heard it i was like oh like angus mcfaden so he's like this he's you know he's like the scottish one of the group or something
0: he was in 300 rise of an empire as a naval commander so was
1: that any good i never watched it
0: no because i didn't care i didn't watch it so we don't know no we have no idea
1: i liked the original 300 i mean you know obviously it's bad history but it's it's a fun movie, you know? So like, I'm, I'm curious if the sequel to it was any good.
0: It's a touch overrated, but it's still good.
1: Oh, it's definitely overrated. Once I got past that, cause I did have a period of about five years where I was like, fuck that movie. But then I kind of got past that. I was like, okay, yeah, it's super overrated, but I still enjoy it.
0: And then we have Justin Pierre, the only black person in Ireland in the 1600s or whenever the fuck this takes place.
1: Well, I I think he was supposed to be like, from he was supposed from one to one of those from, Moorish yeah, countries yeah he was and, and even the way that even the way they dressed him was like kind of consistent with that wasn't it it looked like it looked like what I have seen in other movies for uh for that type of thing
0: well I want to say probably because everything else seemed to be so weirdly I don't know how accurate it was but based off of some kind of myth or culture or something from that yeah, era I mean, that place
1: The accuracy is is surface level at best but but still i think they did a good job of you know like like making him distinct enough yet part of the world enough at the same time to where you felt like yeah this is a guy from a different but not completely separate nation you know
0: yeah and they they desperately needed him because if it, if he wasn't
1: there they would
0: all be white just white all of <laughs> yeah,
1: them this would have been the whitest show of all time
0: it's ireland and everybody in the show was irish except for him and i think probably like a couple other people but yeah it's it's literally him he is it if this was a 21st century show he would be dancing
1: i gotta say being a saban show i'm kind of shocked he never <laughs> did break into dance at least not in the six episodes i watched
0: no i don't think i watched 10 and he yeah no he never danced once the last thing he did was in 2018 a show called emmerdale farm
1: but yeah that sounds super irish too is this guy just working in ireland as well he is also irish yes Oh, I believe. Okay. Uh, cool.
0: Actor producer known for Mystic Knights, Hellboy Two. He's not really known for Hellboy Two. He, his credit is Policeman in Hellboy Two.
1: Yeah, that's not exactly a
0: lead role. But once again, the most prolific of them is the lady of the group. No surprise.
1: Uh, She's very easy on the eyes.
0: She beat she beats that other chick, Sarah Carter, in in yeah in every way. She wins now. Wait,
1: is Sarah Carter the Los Luchadores gal? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know me. I'm terrible with names.
0: And yeah, she the Latin, her most recent thing is a show called bloodlands i don't know how many she was in the at least the first four episodes in the first season but it's an irish show so i imagine that's all there was because they do that really short stuff yeah she's she's still going she's she exists i just kind of lost track because i started looking at her picture and i got a little distracted i'm sorry
1: everybody That's the reason I don't have her up on my MPP right now. (laughs) She plays. I need to keep my head in this.
0: Yeah. She plays Princess Deirdre, who is the mystic knight of she was air. Right. you sure. No.
1: yes she was the air above me the
0: fire in the fire within me the air above me the water around me the earth beneath me and then the other guy is the mystic knight of the forest the fifth one who shows up and it's the forest before me we should talk about their armor by the way before we go any further Well, since we're
1: since we're talking about their various elements i do think it's interesting that they sought out their armor in the order of importance of the elements like like in a way like it starts with the fire within me then it goes to the air above me if you consider like self-discovery the most important part you got the fire within you then you go to the air above me which is the most elevated thing then the water around me which is the you know the mid-level thing and then the earth below me which is the foundational thing you know so it's like (laughs) they they really tiered it
0: they did you're right and yeah those first six episodes especially they're really contained it's really nice oh and by the way ballsy on the part of saban for doing it that way because we haven't talked about the episodes yet really it's it's really all the same shit that you've ever seen, only it's like the first episode of Power Rangers, only it's spread out into six episodes instead.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think they paced it well because if they tried to cram everything, I mean, it's already obviously a very fast-paced show, so if they tried to cram everything into one or two episodes, it would have just felt way too rushed this way. I feel like I got to know the characters. I feel like I got to connect with their struggle. There's ridiculous things like they always seem to be within running distance of wherever they need (laughs) to be at any given time. It's
0: like those last few seasons of Game of Thrones where Everything's supposed to be like hundreds of miles away, yet they just kind of show up.
1: Yeah. So it's a little silly in that respect. But again, you know, I'm making allowances for a kid's show. I felt engaged by the characters. I felt intrigued by the world and I felt connected to their struggle. So what more can you really ask for out of a kid's show?
0: Yeah, right. Um, And
1: entertained above all.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, Before we before we talk about their armor, I guess, let's we'll talk about how those episodes flowed because. You know the first episode of Power Rangers. It's less than twenty minutes. That's with the intro and the outro. Seriously? Yeah that that show is fucking
1: quick. It tells. They jammed a lot of commercials in there.
0: (laughs) They really did. It tells you everything you need to know, and I think it's a really good episode. It's really fast. Like you're not blinking, you miss it. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. And that show was on every day, so they could have done something like this. This show was on every weekday, but still. They, there's no, no powers, no magic, even really nothing really going on in that first episode. They reveal, we meet all, we meet all four of the main characters. We meet the King. We meet this, uh, Druid type guy and Ro, Rowan is his apprentice and he's learning all this magic shit, I guess. And it turns out that he happens to be this fucking, he happens to be this, he's the chosen one. Basically. He has a birthmark that matches this scroll that the Druid has. He's Which like,
1: oh. is the one thing that kind of lost me a little bit because I hate that chosen one shit.
0: Me too. We need a we need a story where the chosen one he's like way past his prime. He's like in his goddamn 70s and they just forgot about him. <laughs> And then they're like, or a show oh, where the
1: chosen one just <laughs> I'd like to do a story where the chosen one just completely fucks everything up and it turns out that you know the whole idea of the chosen one was a complete misdirect or something like that you know like actually the chosen one you know the, the whole idea of the chosen one was just complete bullshit on somebody's, beha- on somebody's part but there actually is a chosen one but nobody knows it because they're not you know like there's not some mystical mark on them or some scroll of prophecy they just step up and, and become the chosen one because they've got the you know the wherewithal to do it not like
0: this guy this guy and his friends are a bunch of fucking idiots we don't know that we like them yet his his friend is a thief uh the angus guy
1: i'll tell you i'll tell you what i think because as you're describing this i had an idea so let me bounce this off you you give me your two cents on it the reason you were able to take power rangers and immediately just start moving right into them getting the powers them becoming the power rangers all that stuff all the rita and monsters and all that shit was just thrown in right away is because they lived in a world that kids are familiar with. Whereas Mystic Knights live in a completely different world that you have to familiarize kids with and you have to get them acquainted to the point where they feel grounded in the world before you can start bringing in crazy shit.
0: And I don't remember how I actually watched this show. I probably didn't watch a lot of it because I could only watch this stuff on like weekends because my school got out too late and it was always fucking and over by the time I got home.
1: The struggle is real, man. I know,
0: fucking first world problems. Am I
1: right? Well, the struggle isn't real anymore. I guess now everything's on streaming.
0: Yeah, now it's just like, oh hey, I remember that show. I wonder if it's on somewhere. And every once in a while, I'll be able to find the intro to some shows, but I'll never actually be able to find the show anywhere.
1: So, like you fucking kids, don't know how difficult it is. You with your streaming. Have and you your- ever
0: tried to explain that <laughs> shit to your kids? Especially your youngest one. Such instant gratification. I'm trying to explain it to the girls all the time. I'm like, we used to have to fucking wait for stuff to be on. We used to have to check the TV guide and sit through commercials. And if you wanted to go to the bathroom, you had to fucking run.
1: (laughs) because you get two minutes. Did I tell you about that conversation I had with Storm where he was like, you know, it's really weird. I went over to my friend's house and they didn't have any movies like they had like five <laughs> movies and that was it. And he was like weirded out by it, like because he grew up in this environment where I've got <laughs> hundreds of the things. And I was like, well, yeah, not everybody's like me.
0: No, I I, yeah, I guess I didn't really think about it. There's this dude at work who I pissed off the very first day he was there because he talked about how much he liked Lionheart. And I said, fuck Lionheart. It's really boring. And he got
1: really mad at me the van damme movie yeah you're gonna go alienating someone who's also a van damme fan just well, because he picked the wrong one he's not really well, a van about choosing beggars
0: he's not really a van damme fan he's 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 a basic bitch who just kind of likes whatever action movie pops up so he just i brought up a oh, okay. I brought up a van damme movie and he's like yeah lionheart so like he's not you know okay well fuck him <laughs> and he got real mad and he didn't talk to me for like a week after that because he he thought i was just <laughs> he thought i was just like picking on him and i'm I'm like no that's just kind of how i talk everybody everybody there needs to get over me real quick but i the other day i look at it i'm like dude when you when you sent me that mvd sale i'm like hey man if you like lionheart they're, they're selling this fucking awesome blu-ray for like 15 dollars. it's usually like 40 so you should you should get it if you like it and he's like i haven't bought a movie in like five years i'm like huh? oh well i guess i guess that makes sense and it just doesn't track with yeah. me because i like having my movies i like my full-ass fucking horror shelf down here
1: hey i'm right there with you dude i was just thinking about it last night i was thinking you know it just occurred to me that you've probably never actually seen all of community because they cut a couple of episodes a few years ago from all the streaming services which episodes what the fuck they cut the dungeons and dragons episode no that
0: one's on there i saw it really yeah
1: because it's not on hulu
0: i saw it on netflix
1: oh okay maybe netflix didn't cut it but hulu cut it and i think there was one other episode i can't remember what it was though it's a great episode (laughs) i understand that their hearts in the right place but the problem is is if you don't own it then it can just be taken away from you at any time without warning you know yeah like,
0: that, that does kind of suck
1: yeah that's the reality like there's like five episodes of always sunny that you can't watch on hulu anymore
0: which at this point that shows way too daunting and i'm never even gonna try
1: it's a hundred percent worth it i think it would be right up your alley i'm sure it would. would- fucking love it
0: <laughs> but it seems real hard i'm like i don't even, i want to watch trailer park boys too but there's like 12 seasons and i'm like fuck me
1: i absolutely know where you're coming from because trailer park boys seems like it would 100 be up my alley and i feel exactly the same way i'm like it's too big it's, it's too so much
0: hard at this point i'm like fuck i'll just watch Letterkenny kenny again i guess <laughs>
1: <laughs> same <laughs> It's so easy. I watched Letterkenny so many times. Yeah. I've watched Sunny so many times. I've watched Community so many times. I just keep rewatching them
0: because it's not new anymore. You just you watch it, you giggle, you fucking you play on your phone for a minute, and you're like, oh hey, yeah, I remember. Ha, ha ha Phone back to the phone. You can talk to people and still. I understand. just put it on. In, yeah. You know what's going on. Yeah, I good. just
1: put it on in the background while I'm doing laundry or washing dishes or some shit.
0: Yeah, we so we're watching Twin Peaks, right? And I'm like, for the past couple nights, I've just been. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm too tired. I cannot do Twin Peaks right now.
1: You gotta pay attention. Oh, to I, I need
0: I need to focus. It's not that hard to follow yet because we're still on the first season.
1: Yeah, season two <laughs> is where is where things start getting weird. I immediately such saw such a great like, show though.
0: The second the dream starts and the midget starts dancing, I'm like, oh, that's where they lost people. I guarantee the collective f- what the fuck from everybody in 1991. There it is, right there. <laughs> I immediately know why the show did not work for those people.
1: Did you get what he's doing with it though cuz I, I it took me a while to get where it was coming from.
0: Not a fucking in terms clue. of
1: why it's presented the way it is.
0: Oh, why why the show itself is?
1: Yeah, because it feels initially weird. Upon a first watching, <laughs> it can feel very stilted and strange.
0: And it but that's intentional. that I understand who made it. So like, I, I get it.
1: The thing about it is, and I didn't connect with this until the second time I watched it. And granted, it's the second time I watched the first season because I haven't ever finished the second season. I get like halfway <laughs> into the second season and then it gets too daunting. And then I, and then I kind of go do other things and then I forget about it. And then I remember later and I'm like, Oh fuck, I need to rewatch that. But then I got to get caught up again because it's so involved <laughs> yeah. that you have to get caught up. So then I go back to the beginning of season one. And the second time I watched it through it, it and again i didn't get it right away but i knew what i was in for and once i knew what i was in for i was in the right mindset and then i uh i think it was by about the third or fourth episode i was like oh i get it this is david lynch's take on the primetime soap opera
0: oh yeah yeah that that makes complete sense every time somebody does something weird i make the joke like why are you acting like that is like because david lynch told me to
1: like he was trying to work within the conventions of the primetime soap opera but till still tell this bizarre story so yeah and i totally didn't get that the first time i watched it i just I, but if you think about it the stilted performances and stuff like that all make sense if you're thinking primetime soap opera
0: i've never seen a man fucking jizz in his pants so much over coffee either yeah <laughs>
1: I love it. Oh, God. Everything about that show is just fantastic.
0: Did you see the meme that was uh, Michael J. Fox going like, I guess you weren't ready for that yet, but your kids are going to love it. But it's Twin Peaks. That seems to be the case. Yep, story (laughs) checks out.
1: I had a a cool uncle growing up. Not everybody always has a cool uncle, but I was lucky enough to have one who was into really, you know, like cool edgy shit. And he was the one who told me about Twin Peaks. He was like, dude, Twin Peaks was like the greatest show of all time. He's like, I recorded Twin Peaks. I would set my timer on my VCR (laughs) to record Twin Peaks. He's like motherfuckers record Seinfeld for fuck's sake. Twin Peaks was next level.
0: Seinfeld sucks.
1: I like Seinfeld. I'm not a Seinfeld hater, But, you know, it's, it is disposable entertainment. Whereas Twin Peaks, like, yeah, crawls under your skin.
0: Okay. Yeah, I guess I don't like. I call them my mom sitcoms. Like I fucking i don't want to watch Friends. I don't want to watch Seinfeld. I don't want to watch any of those shows that came out around that time because those are all shows that I watched my mom watch, and had, she's like, "Oh, he's got a burly body too." And I remember my mom specifically saying that about one episode of Friends because there was there was an episode where Phoebe had two guys, and she's like, "Oh, this guy has a burly body," and that that was her thing. And then the other guy took off a shirt, and my mom's like, "It's just me, by the way. Me and my mom are." hanging out and she's like
1: oh he's got a burly body too <laughs> so she's dumping all her pent up sexual frustration on you
0: apparently she wasn't talking to me she was talking to the tv i just but I she just had to have...
1: vent to somebody
0: i just happened to be there
1: yeah I, I i think my ex-wife probably does that with the kids
0: yeah like it, i get that
1: I, feeling she would have said it they tell me
0: she would have said it if nobody was there also like it, it was that it was that kind of thing
1: i you know i feel like moms sometimes they need someone especially single moms was your mom a single mom no but her husband was terrible so okay well same thing then <laughs> No, it like in my experience single moms especially they need someone to bounce things off of and consequently the kiddos tend to be taking on more than they <laughs> should ordinarily handle in the course of things
0: oh yeah which which brings us back to what me and razor were talking about about me and my cartoons and my old TV shows and stuff that I remember
1: yeah yeah I can see that uh, yeah, yeah story checks out speaking of old TV shows I feel like uh, I watched one recently but I can't remember what it is do you have any ideas
0: I don't know it's got a bunch of fucking white people in it like a lot of white people like we said before oh my god
1: yes there are <laughs> there is a a strong preponderance of white faces in this show
0: at least it makes sense that they're all white and some Haim saban isn't white so i mean he knew what he was doing uh, do
1: they bring any non-whites in eventually like, just just Ivor. is just there just a, that a trini guy? or <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, even even the fifth that's even the it, fifth huh? guy is white, yeah. And like maybe there are wow. some floating around, but again, it was shot on location in Ireland with all the Irish people and that's pretty much it.
1: This might also track back to Saban's you know, not being American and kind of like having that thing where he's oh, he, like, yeah, he wouldn't give a shit. He wouldn't. It know. didn't even occur to me that you don't make the Black Ranger black.
0: I guarantee that is exactly what happened. He's just like, oh, it's fine. Like, <laughs> and yeah, I, I I can almost 100% guarantee that he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. They corrected it later when they when they cast re, when they recast people, they made the Black Ranger yellow and the Yellow Ranger black. I mean, wait, the, the, <laughs> the, the Asian guy black fuck (laughs) you know what I mean um (laughs) Let's talk about this show before I fucking dig myself deeper here. So like we were talking about the uh, episode one, we learn that Rowan is the chosen one. We meet Angus and Deirdre and Ivor eventually, because now Rowan has to go on this quest to find the little people of Tir Nanog and find the other part of the scroll. It's that that trope also where the scroll is incomplete, so they don't actually know what the fuck it is. Ah, yes. And they have to find fantasy classic. Yes. They have to find out who Draganta is or where they can get him. Him. Draganta becomes important. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who Draganta is here a little bit later because I made it to that episode.
1: Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say you probably know. I have no fucking clue, so I'm curious to find out. It's really not as exciting as you
0: want it to be, but it's cool. I, I enjoy what they did with it. It's kind of a different, different take on that kind of thing. Deirdre, of course, is the princess of Kells. Kells is where they live. Is the, the kingdom smoking hot
1: princess? Oh, dude,
0: you ever seen? You know, Crazy Stupid Love, right? That line that they repeat throughout the movie: "You're the perfect mix of sexy and cute." That's her. <laughs> I'm like, I know, ex- I don't love that movie because we're talking about problematic elements. There's a lot in there.
1: <laughs> what I like about that movie specifically is that while they do, there are the problematic elements. They also kind of address them.
0: They do. They do. The best part of the movie is uh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. They, they're great and they're great together. So it's, you know.
1: Yes, that is a sandwich I would love to be a part of.
0: The guy who should be the most problematic character in the movie turns out to be the least problematic character in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and even kevin bacon for <laughs> even kevin bacon's character for the dumb shit he does he's not that problematic either he just he's just kind of there he did something I, shitty and he's just kind of like hey i'm trying to not be a dick about it
1: i fucking love that movie that is one of the things that like i did realize upon re-re-watching because the first time you're like fuck you by the third time i was like well i mean he's not just treating her like a piece of meat he yeah. actually gives a shit yeah, like where it was wrong, wrong what yeah.
0: he did but so it was also wrong what she did so you know
1: it's yeah like nobody's right in the situation but they're not just assholes, you know, like they're just people.
0: Now we need to address the small child who's fucking harassing this older, older girl into dating him when it's never going to fucking happen.
1: Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that definitely needed to be a heart to heart talk. I, uh, I would have so liked much. to have seen that get addressed by the end of the and movie. And then his dad uh, so encouraging the, the
0: whole thing. Uh,
1: yeah. Guess. The Oh, the ending of that movie is pure <laughs> bullshit. I'm just like, I I just fucking stand ew. up from my chair and I'm like, Fuck you! At the same time, I love the journey. I just hate the destination.
0: I yeah yeah no the the characters the writing is really good. Marissa Tomei's in it, and you can't go wrong with her. She's great,
1: and she gets a great like her whole her whole thing when she finds out who he is she just yeah lets loose on him i'm like good for you so i love
0: her so much even like especially in her in her most recent years like she's oh got she's, she's, she's funny.
1: gotten so fucking hot it is upsetting uh, we we talk about her way too much we, we, we really do like every time she even comes up both of us just turn into like horn dogs it's ridiculous
0: it's hard not to when we eventually dive back into the mcu it'll probably be one of the spider-man movies because those are good and those are the only ones that i really care about right now
1: i nominate spider-verse because that movie is the shit where is my spider-verse sequel Fuck.
0: it's coming at some point that's not the mcu but we will do that movie
1: that is the mcu it's not it's not the you know the tight-knit center of the that mcu is, but it's it, that, it, if they don't incorporate that i'm gonna be pissed because that is the best marvel movie of all time nope Fuck. that's
0: specifically a sony thing i think I
1: think they're going to bring that in. They're
0: going to they're going to incorporate a multiverse in the next Spider-Man movie, apparently. So it's going to be in the MCU and it's going to get all fucking weird and convoluted and we're going to be all confused. And I don't know who's coming back. I don't know who's not coming back. I know Alfred Molina said he was, but then the other Spider-Man are supposed to be there too. And then they're they're playing coy and being like, no, we're not. That's a conversation for another time. Fucking Marissa Tomei brings up some
1: shit, doesn't she? Seriously. (laughs) God, we got to stop talking about her. I love it. But I at the same time, it completely derails us every time. All right. How
0: about Deirdre? Okay. The three of these idiots go on a fucking quest. Like, of course, the the king is like, Deirdre, you can't go because you're a girl. Ugh. And they actually do say that. Angus does say, well, you're a girl. What the fuck? You can't come.
1: The way you phrased that is upsettingly <laughs> 90s as well.
0: <laughs> but it's kind of the way he does it. That actor is so good, too. He's so funny later. Like, there were times where he did something that should have been annoying, but I actually laughed.
1: Yeah. Everybody's pretty. Well, okay. Let me say the 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 core four are really solid.
0: I don't know if it was the episode where he got his armor Angus, but there was an episode where he got where the <laughs> He got, like, turned against the other ones, and they had to... Oh, yeah, that was when the three of them, because Rowan was all a fancy guy, and they were getting sick of him being the leader, but Maeve, who is the bad guy, put a spell on the other three of them to make them all dicks to him.
1: No, this is definitely one of the ones I haven't seen, and (laughs) and the last one I watched was the one where Angus gets his armor.
0: He falls into a horse trough, like, (laughs) with water, and he's like, how the hell did I get here? It was really funny. It was just, he's real good. Oh, by the way, Tir Nanog is, like, a thing. I thought they made that shit up. Oh, that's real Irish mythology? Yes. Okay. And I, oh. I discovered that because I looked up, you know, I was looking up the Nogue thing and I wanted to hear the song again because this fucking theme song is awesome. I would work out to that goddamn theme song, dude. You
1: nerd. I
0: fucking love it so much. Then Celtic Woman uh, had a song. And I really like, again, I really like Celtic music and stuff like that. So it's kind of. Uh...
1: I don't hate Celtic music. It's never, it's not something I would ever put on my iPod, but if it's on, yeah, I'll listen to it. The women of Celtic Woman are super not hard to
0: look at. So there was, this was. Was not difficult.
1: I just know, like, everybody's mom got super into them for, like, two years.
0: <laughs> My mom went to see them live a few years ago. They have a song called, called Tiernanog featuring, a, it's a, a, a singer called Nog. I don't know if that's, it's O-O-N-A-G-H. Again, it's an Irish name, so I don't actually know how to pronounce it.
1: Yeah, it's probably pronounced like Fred. I <laughs> know.
0: And we'll get to that in a second, actually, because I looked up because I'm like, oh, well, it's not about like that show, obviously. But Tir na nOg in Irish mythology roughly translates into land of the young, uh, land of the youth, something like that. It's one of the names for the Celtic otherworld, or perhaps for a part of it. It's best known from the tale of Oshin and Nive. Neve, by the way, is spelt. You ready for this shit? Hit me. N i a m h what yeah I, I had to look it up because i'm like okay i want to pronounce th- some of these names correctly I
1: it's could- a wonder i can spell anything being irish and I'm i really irish their names
0: are always really pretty sounding too i really like their names and uh, like just their words I, I should learn how to speak some gaelic man that sounds fun
1: i listened to some dudes speaking gaelic one time and it sounds like it sounds like right on the edge of english like you feel like you should be able to understand what they're saying but you don't
0: this fucking celtic woman song is so bouncy and fun i cannot help but smile listening to it
1: yeah i, do, I don't yeah. i don't know if i would ever put that on my ipod but it's not bad
0: well yeah i got into a lot of that stuff several years ago because you know my first warp tour i saw flogging molly and i'm like what the hell is this i thought he was a i thought they were a joke band
1: i do love flogging molly they're great
0: yeah i thought they were a joke band because i'm like he's he's talking about his dad and calling him a bastard and i didn't realize that that was kind of a term of endearment for like a tough motherfucker over there in in, in the uk area you <laughs> how know? irish yeah and it was uh the first song i remember hearing was what's left of the flag and i'm like what the hell is this i'm 14 years old never heard like half of this stuff i was at warp tour because of newfound glory
1: why am i not surprised
0: so that that no dude that that opened up a whole new world to me not just flogging molly but like Lagwagon was there and millen colin was there and oh it was it was insane. Sugar Cult was there. Fucking Homegrown was there. It was I've never
1: listened to Mill and colin but or maybe I listened to him like one time, but I, like I've never gotten into them, but they always seemed like someone I should listen to.
0: Uh I highly recommend it. They're a really good band. It wasn't Mill and colin I lied. Hot water music was there, not Mill and Cullen. I thought it was I, I said Mill and colin because uh they were on the same compilation CD that I had like a month before I went to warp tour.
1: Okay, why do I feel like hot water music is something I hate? Uh I don't why know. Why do I feel
0: that? Give them a tr- try i i don't know if you'd like them or not
1: i feel like i've listened to them before and like deleted them from a spotify playlist or something like that
0: they're a slightly darker take on the punk thing not dark mm. like dark they're not like but they're not super poppy
1: yeah i'm getting ska vibes at the name oh
0: fuck no 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 okay, maybe even. that's
1: what's turning me off is just the name maybe if i listen to maybe i actually like them but i don't like their name and so they could be one of those bands who like i have songs on my ipod but i never pay attention to who's playing and and then when i do see the name i'm like fuck that name
0: i just remember at my the first time i saw them that year nobody was watching them and i'm like why not this is really good but no
1: shit if i had my ipod in my pocket i'd check because i probably do have a song by them and i'm just not remembering it
0: but i, I definitely i recommend at least some of those oh and I went, when i went to get my coffee today i was listening to uh bad cop bad cop and i paused it and coming out of the fucking coffee shop was this song called you're not the same by body jar I'm like what the hell is happening right now why are they playing punk they usually play crappy pop music out of this place. Oh, see, like, yeah. I've,
1: I've always felt like coffee shops were, like, the last stand of the hipsters, so, like, I would totally expect punk music to be coming out of one.
0: Really? I don't think hipsters listen to a lot of punk. They listen to a lot of Mumford & Sons.
1: Well, hipsters hipsters <laughs> listen to punk ironically, I think. Or they listen to, like, hipster takes on punk, you know, like a uke band that does exclusively Black Flag covers, things like that. Oh
0: my, I don't like that at all. I mean, I'd, <laughs> I'd try it, but yeah, no, I'm a... I'm not really a purist per se, but, you know, don't rate people and I'll like your music probably.
1: I feel like that's a fair ask.
0: <laughs> so Tiernanog, there's a whole Irish legend about it. Everything's really convoluted and it takes a long time to read through it and I don't want to. So if you guys want to know about it, you should look it up. But it has something to do with like lovers spending eternity together or some shit. Or maybe it was like a few hundred years. But oh, that's it's, sweet. It's romantic and whatever bullshit. It's like Paul Rudd from 40 year old virgin. It's like love and happiness and all that shit or whatever. <laughs> nOg is like the fairy kingdom, though, and they they go to the little people. The little people, that's a thing that you will hear in Irish mythology a lot, actually. I had to look up what a fucking spriggan was. The four of them show up at this at Tiernanog to be like, hey, we're here for the we're here for the mystic armor, we're here for Draganta, we're here for this dragon named Pyre. And the king goes, If you fail, I'll turn you I'll turn you all into Spriggans? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did say that. It's like a weird little little fairy thing.
1: For some reason, I'm thinking like a little fairy who looks like he's made out of twigs, but that's probably just because of the word.
0: It kinda... it's It kinda looks like that in the show. Whatever, they're weird little fairy guys. They kinda... In, in Mystic Knights, they kinda look like the fairies from uh, Hellboy 2, and they're fucking terrifying. The slow burn continues here because... What do they do? They each have to prove themselves. So in the first episode, we, we learn about the legend. They start going. In the second episode, we make it to the place, and you think we're gonna see some armor, we're gonna see a morphing sequence, we're gonna see all that shit. No. What happens, they prove themselves, they get weapons. Then they go back to kels save the people's asses and then they're like oh hey this episode's over we'll start looking for our armor next time
1: yeah i think there's a nice i mean I understand the desire for a morphing sequence right off the bat but i feel like the ramp up works i feel like that first episode introduces the conflict the second episode gives you a little taste of the action the third episode gives you a little more action that they're parceling it out but they're parceling it out every episode you're not none of the episodes are just straight up boring but none of them they don't just blow their whole load within the first two episodes and then it's all just syndication from there on
0: yeah it feels like a continuous story like I, there's filler episodes but it seems like they matter i haven't obviously i have I haven't watched it all, but like characters actually do shit and it seems like it has implications for the future
1: which is probably why the show failed that would be my guess is because this <laughs> yeah. seems like a show that you actually have to watch from episode to episode and if you miss it you're gonna miss things
0: yeah yeah that makes sense you know what they all get their armor their armor looks cool by the way i think their armor looks kind of cool the morphing sequence kind of sucks but that's okay let me let me rephrase <laughs> three of their armors look cool deirdre gets the shit end of the stick on this one because she looks she does dumb as fuck like the bottom half is fine she's in like the skirt but i'm like why couldn't they just give her real armor but her helmet is
1: so big that helmet is a tragedy
0: did you see like in a couple (laughs) Well, there's a couple episodes where you can't even see her eyes because the helmet's all wrong.
1: No. Yeah. It's in the back half of the episode. She gets her helmet in. There's a scene where she's kind of like smiling and looking downhill at somebody and the <laughs> helmet is completely cutting off her eyes.
0: Oh, poor girl. Other than that, the armor looks good, except for hers. And that yeah. sucks.
1: This was one of those where I would have liked to have seen a, like I can definitely understand the feminist argument of women always getting the short end of the stick on the armor spectrum because yeah that's what happens here it's not necessarily that it's like hypersexualized or anything just like it's lame compared to the other armies. yeah
0: it's not cool it's it's kind of a bummer and she's one of the better characters i actually i like her a lot actually i like all the characters they're fun they're not agreed and we've barely talked about the villains well here i'll, t- I'll talk about the villain right now kells is her birthright and she thinks she needs to have it so she's gonna kill everybody to get to it this is a
1: very irish conflict if you will. oh yeah like someone stole someone's land and now they're going to be at war for all of time over it it's like yep that's very irish
0: so then they after they get their armor they have to tame pyre the dragon and he's going to help them and they do that obviously and there's there's a few jokes angus gets his ass burned and that's kind of funny and he like he he doesn't have any pants on it's pretty good
1: (laughs) that's right
0: it it burnt off my bottoms That's so funny. I I like these characters. It's so fun. Okay, so let's get to Draganta. I'm going to give you the big reveal. So you'd think in a show like this, you know how... Um, in Tattooed Teenagers, they have that they have that guy. What's his name? I can't fucking remember when they combine their powers and it's this knight looking guy. You'd think that Draganta would be something like that to fight off the bigger monsters. But we don't have any of that here.
1: Uh, that actually is exactly what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be some kind of. Yeah, like that. I can't remember what that character's name is either from uh, from Tattooed Teenagers. I haven't watched it in too long. Fuck shit. I feel ba- I feel bad because I really like that show and I do want to finish it. But yeah, that's exactly what i thought i thought it was going to be like okay they're all going to morph together into some like super warrior who's just going to be unstoppable nope
0: Turns out that Rowan is Draganta.
1: Just boom. There you are.
0: And then that's when everybody, uh, which he is uneasy. Well, he's uneasy about it. Maves take advantage and cast a spell that turns the other knights against each other. That's the one. <laughs> that's the episode where we get that funny joke where he falls into the trough and they, they act like assholes to each other. It's. Some good oh, stuff.
1: that's the one where Giganta or whatever it is is revealed.
0: Yeah. I'm kind of trying to remember by reading the synopses because but then <laughs> then I skipped a bunch and then I watched episode 21. Like I said, where Garrett shows up and he's going to be the fifth guy and he can independent of his
1: <laughs> his name's Garrett yes <laughs> all i could think of was i'm here to join the mystic
0: knights that's awesome yeah yeah and he looks just like that no he doesn't (laughs) that would be so awesome um but he his character is that when him and deidre were babies they were (laughs) they were promised to each other deidre's like fuck that and i don't
1: for you deidre
0: yeah i don't really know how it happens but eventually one of the synopses in here is that they work on their relationship
1: so I'm like okay so it's like fuck that but not really
0: (laughs) but he disappears for a while because he comes from his own he has his own kingdom and shit he can also control animals and creatures and stuff independent of his knight abilities which he doesn't have yet so it
1: sounds like they're really they really were setting him up to be the Tommy of this show
0: yeah and that's kind of what he is he he shows up does a few things gets his powers and then kind of disappears and I imagine it's probably to protect his own kingdom for a while and then towards the end I'm sure he keeps you know popping up here and there but towards the end here so there's an episode Let's see, Rowan's doubt That makes him doubt in his abilities Okay, so we're getting to more duh, 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 cause it Is got- he a
1: super hunky boy? Yeah
0: <laughs> He's this kind of weird looking dude with a weird haircut. It's like shaved on both sides and he has a ponytail. The same haircut I had in high school then. Yeah, that one. Um so by the time we get to Isn't that Tommy's exact haircut? Kinda. Yeah.
1: yeah. Tommy had the had the shaved under, like, like basically like a wide mohawk. Uh
0: mm, sorta, yeah. Tommy was Tommy was kinda gone at this point. In ninety eight, they were doing Power Rangers in space. And oh, we'll talk about the second season of this show that was supposed to happen too here in a minute. But like the reason I wanted to finish this fucking thing is because it looks like there's actually a story happening. So in episode 47, Rowan learns the secret of his origins and I'm like, "Fuck, what is that? I I kind of want to know. I'm invested and I want to know what that
1: means." My recommendation, don't look it up. I'm not going to. I'm hold going hold to. off because it sounds like if Disney acquired Fox Kids this is the perfect type of show to release now because if you can stream it here's what i want to see i know we're not going to see it disney's not disney doesn't give that much of a shit but i would love to see it i would love to see them go back and george lucas this thing where they keep the story all the same the live action stuff is all the same they just insert
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. all
1: new cgi and it looks amazing
0: that brings me to a point that i was thinking about since i started watching this i'm like fuck this could be like a game of thrones for kids kind of yeah because it is that good and i think a show like this could potentially work especially with streaming and stuff, you streamline some of the stuff, but you know, yeah. you make it yeah. epic like, and make the fight scenes better, the effects better and yeah.
1: Yeah, if they would just go in, and remaster the effects, like you could keep all the base material, all the all the live action material the same, but now that we've got the technology, go in, put in special effects where the moves actually match up and shit, you know? Like when that Cerberus thing when Rowan's it's Rowan's the main guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he's fighting that Cerberus dog looking thing, you know, like it's just kind of waggling its head and he's doing doing all these moves. He clearly like choreographed the hell out of what he was doing, but nothing's landing in the right place because the CGI wasn't ready for it. We'll go in and fix that. We have the
0: technology. Disney will never do that in a million years. And no. I I don't think I'd want to change I'd like just just remake it, man. Just make it good. But they won't because, you know, what? give me a comic book.
1: You know, I was actually thinking about that just today. It was when I was watching, I think it was the last episode or the fifth episode or maybe the sixth episode, because I was I watched both of those today before we got together. One of them has a big battle sequence in a village. I can't remember which episode that was, but I realized that I actually think the, the brothers Grimm had it right in that these big battles and stuff are very sanitized for children. And I understand the desire to protect kids from the horrors of war and stuff like that but at the same time by showing sanitized wars there's an argument to be made that what we're doing is preparing them to be accepting of war by not having the true ugliness of it shown we're making war fun for for small children where they can pretend like oh well we can just go out and fight and have a war and then it's it's fun and then we all get to go back to the fort and we get to do this no war is ugly and miserable and horrifying and i i'm okay with it being portrayed that way show them the first
0: 10 minutes of saving private ryan that'll shut them the fuck up
1: yes but honestly i think shows like this i don't because you gotta you gotta realize the whole idea of sanitizing shit for children is something of the last 200 years not even 200 years like it might be less than 100 years i'm it's probably a little bit more than that but but suffice to say back in the days of the brothers Grimm, there were no such thing as kids books everybody just had the same books. You know, everybody got the same stories, kids or adults. That's why those Brothers Grimm stories are so fucked up and horrifying. <laughs> because they were like, no, don't hide that from children. Teach that to children because they need to be ready for the horrors of real life. Well, I think I think by showing, you know, having action movies for kids, there's an argument to be made. I'm not I'm not saying I'm 100% right on this, but I was thinking about it and I do think there's some legitimacy to the argument that you're te- you're basically teaching them to have a sanitized version of war in a in a way that could be considered propaganda so that they'll be more likely to be accepting of war as adults
0: i don't have a response to that because i'm thinking about it and it's yeah
1: you're kind of right i know I, I just sprung a lot on you that we hadn't discussed before so you <laughs> haven't had a chance to like consider and go well how do i feel about that but anyway i just wanted to put that out there you do not need to respond to it you don't have to have made up your mind about whether i'm right or wrong and uh listeners if you guys think i'm full of shit feel free to let us know <laughs> In the comments i'm okay with i'm ready to admit that i may be wrong on this i just i've only just started to consider it well yeah that's definitely something to think about though my niece's birthday is later this month and so i think i'm gonna watch apocalypse now with her
0: so let's talk about the last well you know the last four episodes it seems have like a conclusive story to them right in episode four, for, yeah so 47 we learn his origins after that he decides he wants to leave Kells Rowan wants to leave Kells but he he decides to stay and fight Garrett returns so they so we, we can have you know the big final battle but all five of them together yep full-on attack and then Rowan must embrace his destiny to defeat Mave once and for all so he's very important because he's jarganta but yeah so I guess Mave gets defeated at the end and then it's over because they planned a second season and what were they gonna call it they were gonna call it the mystic knights battle thunder it was planned but it was later canceled and the budget for that was put towards power rangers lost galaxy which is oh (laughs) and apparently the english dub version of digimon fuck digimon give me more mystic
1: knights well pokemon was out so they needed a competitor
0: Why don't you just put all your fucking money into Lost Galaxy? That was a good show. What the fuck ever. Anyways, God, what could have been? Like I said, take that script for the Battle Thunder shit and make a comic book out of it. So yeah, so this fucking show, I really, maybe Disney will fucking release it because I don't know. I don't know how it's, how it works. I don't know if it was actually on Fox Kids or not. I assume it was. So I assume they also got it in their acquisition in the early 2000s of the Fox Kids brand.
1: Yeah, you never know who how ownership works on that kind of stuff. Like, does Fox Kids own it? Does Saban own it? Who knows? Maybe it's a partnership deal where they each have a share in it and they have to come to an agreement before it can be released.
0: Yeah, like, does Hasbro own it because it's a Saban thing? Or does fucking... It's, oh, that's right. Hasbro
1: bought Saban's catalog, didn't they?
0: Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Power Rangers seems like it's simple, but it's fucking not. <laughs> it was for the first, like seven or eight years because it was just a Saban show and then then he sold it to Disney and then several years after that it went back to Saban and now it's owned by Hasbro
1: and now Saban's making horror movies
0: and now Saban's (laughs) making horror movies and producing and distributing Kevin Smith movies and shit it's real weird out there
1: who would have fig- imagine someone came to you in 1999 and was like hey you know the guy who's producing all these Power Rangers shows he's gonna be a he's gonna be a big name in horror someday
0: <laughs> and he's not really gonna release anything that anybody likes though uh, which I don't know the turning was I didn't see it but there's a reason I didn't see it is because it got fucking slammed hard in
1: the in the review area didn't I feel like he I feel like they produced something that I really liked did they produce the lodge oh you know what I think they might have uh, I know they distributed uh, Jay and the Bob reboot because I really liked the lodge I like Jay and Silent Bob reboot but at the same time that's a very limited appeal item like you're either already in before you've ever seen it or you should not bother
0: oh oh absolutely yeah that that's a two hour long inside joke 90 <laughs> 90 <laughs> yeah. minute long inside joke yeah
1: they released three from hell did they yes what
0: the hell is going on what a fucking weird time to be alive the Power Rangers and Samurai Pizza Cats guy he fucking is releasing weird horror movies now And a Rob I've Zombie initiation
1: movie. is really good they released the remake of wrong turn or or is it a sequel i don't know
0: it is i believe it's a reboot and i kind of want to see it but i also don't want to see it
1: oh they released we summon darkness that was really good oh i I like that that. one
0: yeah that one was kind of stupid and fun
1: we've done a (laughs) lot of fucking around on this
0: episode but that's okay because this show is just fun i like this show a lot i like the music i fucking love the theme song that's gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna tease everybody that's I'm i'm gonna post that on facebook just because i can and be like everybody needs to listen to
1: this before the episode comes out because it's fucking great well that'll uh that'll either pique people's interest or lose it entirely one <laughs> or the other and i'm gonna i might go listen to some more celtic woman man well, nothing wrong with that mom i
0: know hey they're hot too so shut up <laughs> Uh, so what are your final thoughts on this fucking show here?
1: This is so much better than it deserves to be. Like, I, I when I went into this, I was not expecting this show to be that good. I figured it would probably be okay. It's a mainline Saban show and you know, he's he, it's very much aimed at kids which is what I expected, but yeah, I just didn't expect it to be this high quality.
0: Yeah, no, I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch a few episodes and then I'm gonna struggle to get through the other ones. I'm just gonna get through six. It'll be fine. I just want to make sure that I get that far. Turns out, I actually want to watch the rest of it. And I'm kind of fucking irritated that the rest of them just disappeared off of
1: YouTube. If you struggle <laughs> watching that old school CGI, this show is a major victim of it.
0: Oh yeah, that is not but for you if you, can you, can if you get can't get
1: past it. that. Yeah, if you can get past that, I think there's a lot of fun to be had.
0: Which I can because I am okay. I love shitty CGI. It's fun. Especially in a show like this when I don't think they had time or resources to do any better, so it's okay.
1: I got to maintain I would love to see a remaster of this where they they just went in and completely redid it from scratch hey hbo just the cgi just, just the, CGI. the cgi
0: hbo just fucking mate just make a new show hbo though <laughs>
1: i don't think we need the gritty r-rated version of mystic (laughs) knights no no
0: that'd be too much let's let's go let's go pg-13 that'd be cool
1: unless they're gonna do what i said keep it aimed at kids but make it as violent as actual war oh god (laughs) all right i'm okay with that
0: (laughs) fucking a people's Uh,
1: legs getting cut off and shit how about
0: three musketeers people get stabbed and shit in that movie but no limbs get blown off or hacked off or anything
1: well that but that's appropriate for that because you were dealing mostly with rapiers in terms of swords you know so like cutting and stabbing yeah but like <laughs> this is a movie or this is a show that deals in broadswords and morning stars and shit like that <laughs> like somebody's getting a limb cut off somebody's getting their head crushed
0: but they never actually use their they never swing their weapons at anything they fire them at <laughs> Because that's that's the Saban thing. They just even in Power Rangers, they barely ever swing. Well, except the bow and arrow. She fucking swings that around all the time. She doesn't shoot anything with it. But then then Zack takes his axe and turns it into a gun. I'm Like, what the fuck? You guys have got this all fucking backwards.
1: was very. Yeah, confusing. somebody's somebody's getting impaled on that trident.
0: All right. This show's cool. I I highly recommend it. If you're into this stuff, beware of the, you know, be warned of the shitty CGI. But it's got a good story. The main cast, everybody actually does pretty well in the movie no, and the show. Nobody I don't look at anybody and go like, you can't act because it's clear that they all had careers after
1: this, at least a little. Yeah, everybody's pretty solid. Again, you know, you got to keep it within the realm of shows that are aimed at kids. But at the same time, like for that genre, nah everybody's solid.
0: Go watch it. I'm going to watch more of it eventually. I'm, hopefully.
1: I hate to say this, but I'm probably going to watch more of it, too.
0: <laughs> well, you can watch at least the first 21 episodes. I'm
1: probably going to have to.
0: <laughs> it's so <laughs> annoying. that. Anyways, so you know what? I think that does it for Power Rangers month 2021. I'm a little I'm a little sad that it's over. But now Christ. But now my life gets to go back to being a slightly less stressful because we're only doing two episodes next month. But then we're going to be right back <sighs> to the four episodes in October and then we're going to go two episodes until until next August. So that'll be fine. <laughs>
1: Are you sure you want to go four episodes this Halloween? If you don't, man, I understand.
0: Fuck no, but I've committed to it in my mind already. So we're we're doing it. We're <laughs> fucking right. doing it. right. I've been ahead the whole time, except
1: for this week. Well, it's kind of tough to stay ahead when, you know, like August is upon you
0: and life happens. Oh, my God. I have not felt like doing a goddamn thing all week long. It's been really rough. But yeah, we'll be back in a couple weeks. And I think uh, the first thing on the docket for September is Surf 2, a weird fucking movie that you maybe you should watch. I don't know. You can watch it if you want. It's a weird one, but you'll hear about that in a couple weeks.
1: No, you should absolutely watch it. You
0: should. Watch the director's cut. Don't do what I told the rev to do and not watch the director's cut because it's way better. <laughs> Fuck,
1: I still haven't watched the director's <laughs> cut. I need to do that.
0: How about social media bullshit? And the only way you're gonna hear this fucking great theme song is if you sub- if you follow us on some social media on everything at the shark pod and I will post this like a day or two before the, the I'll post the song a day or two before the episode actually comes out it'll be so much fun
1: <laughs> i think what you mean to say is i posted the song a day or two before this came out because remember they're listening to this after it's come out
0: holy fuck you're right
1: i just blew your fucking mind oh no baby.
0: so yeah you will have listened to this the song already <laughs> um Right? I mean, yeah, you you did. All right, so there you go. Tell us what you think of the song. Of course they did. <laughs> when you're done with that, you can come over to Patreon, where we are still in the middle of our 2021, the 13th, where we're reviewing every Friday, the 13th movie. Uh, by the time this is out, you will have heard Jason Takes Manhattan, because it came out the- yesterday. I don't want to ruin the mystique any more than I already have, because I suck, but that's okay. <laughs> next month it'll be jason goes to hell and apparently i'm really gonna like that one that's that's what that's what i'm i'm being told here i think you will okay i hope so because the the fucking
1: the ratio of good to bad here is starting to wear on me a little bit (laughs) get your get your shirts this is not my franchise at sharksacrosshollywood.com i wish
0: i'm very lazy so my idea for shirts has kind of fallen by the wayside while i get my shit together
1: Oh, you know, you know what? You know what it should be? It should be the Sharks Cross Hollywood logo, but the shark is wearing Jason's mask.
0: Oh, fuck. Yeah. And then it
1: just says, this is not my franchise quote.
0: (laughs) This isn't where I parked my franchise. (laughs) what uh i don't it's 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 a half euro trip joke oh fuck you remember your trip trip. (laughs)
1: jesus (laughs) this isn't where
0: i parked my car
1: wow (laughs) yep the only reason i remember that movie at all is michelle trachtenberg
0: oh yeah she was good i like her that movie's really bad but it still makes me laugh all right patreon.com slash sharkscross hollywood you can hear us talk about all those friday the 13th movies that does it power rangers month is over fuck so we'll be back in a couple weeks with surf 2 but until then stay jossome